Hello, my friends. My name is Joe, and I am so excited that you have chosen to take the time to listen to this episode of The Joe Martino Show. I appreciate so much you people who have written in and told me that you listen to this while you work, while you drive, while you clean your house. I even had one guy write in and tell me he listens to it while he hunts. I really appreciate that. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for the constructive criticism. Uh, Thank you so much. One of the things that I want to do is I want to answer questions in these episodes One of the questions that I get a lot is, Joe, how do you get all that you get done? You run these businesses, you do this, you do that. I don't feel like I have the time. And I think that's a universal feeling that people just don't feel like they have the time to get done the things that they want to do. But I do want to talk to you about my system, what I use in the broadest of scopes. Uh, In the very near future, I'm going to relaunch my YouTube channel. In that channel, we're going to have a video that shows you the organizational systems I use. I use GoodNotes 4 on my iPad. I use Evernote across all my devices. And we'll talk about those things. But today, I just want to talk to you about the principles of what do we do to get things done. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, before I get into that, though, I do want to mention that I am uh, recording this at a different time than I normally do. There is going to be some background noise for you audiophiles. I'm sure my show probably drives you nuts anyhow because I'm just... I'm a counselor, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a writer, I'm not an audio guy, and I am a one-man show when it comes to the podcast, so I don't, I, I know enough to be dangerous. Uh, tonight, that's going to be a little bit more dialed up, or at least whenever you're listening to this, I'm recording it at night. You might hear my son in the background, you might hear one of my daughters in the background, that's just kind of going to be how this goes. And full disclosure, I'm watching the World Series, my regular listeners will know that this episode is uh a day late. It's the latest on a Wednesday that I've ever put up an episode. I'm actually recording it. I'm going to try to edit it right away and put it up. This time of year is very busy for me. Uh, I have commitments to the outdoors. The World Series is on. I love baseball. Cannot stand the Red Sox. So I do hope that they lose. Uh, I do love baseball and I'm hoping for a good series, maybe seven games. All right, let's talk about how we get things done. One of the biggest impacts impediments to people getting things done is we lack focus. We live in a time and a day when there are so many good things that we can be doing that it's really easy to lose focus. Today is actually a pretty good example of that. I had some other things that I wanted to do. In fact, this whole week I've had some other things that I wanted to do in the morning, get outside, enjoy nature. But if I'm outside enjoying nature, I can't be recording a podcast. Uh, I've had to move from recording on the weekends, which I used to do, so I can spend time with my family, right? And there are good things. These aren't, I'm not choosing between good things and bad things. I'm choosing between good things and better things. And that's how I have to make my priorities. That's how I have to find a way to get things done. So one of the things that we have to do is we have to prioritize first, right? That sounds so silly, but it really is important. You need to prioritize what it is that you want to do first. Prioritize, 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 right? So if I want to build a great counseling center, if I want to build a great counseling network, that needs to get my attention. One of the things that we do, I think, is we make to-do lists, but we don't make priority lists. Are we picking and choosing the things to do that will matter? And one of the litmus tests that I have is, is what I'm about to do going to matter in 
the future. Now, don't get me wrong. Not everything I do is. In fact, there are times that I play PlayStation. I actually had a woman tell me that she couldn't believe I played video games. In fact, the video game that I play, my son says I, it's the only game I should play. I should play different games, is I play baseball. I enjoy the baseball game. I've played it for enough hours and years that I don't have to really think about it. And it's a great way for me to engage in a non-traditional mindfulness exercise. In the fall, when I go out into nature and I sit down, I practice my breathing, I practice sitting, and I just sit and look at nature. I scan the fields, the woods, the trees. I watch squirrels play. I watch deer play. I watch birds play, right? That's actually a priority, though, because it's good self-care. It is refreshing. It is uh, good for my soul is one of the things my wife and I talk about. I do better at life when I have some time to unplug. That's true of all of us. So unplugging has to become a priority. Having to get work done, I need to have priorities and I need to choose, right? I have people who want to meet with me. Hey, can I get together with coffee for you? Maybe. What do you want to talk about? Because one of the hard things is, is if I'm going to prioritize and in those priorities, I'm going to pick things that matter. I'm going to have to say no to people asking me to do things. Hey, can we get together? No, I'm sorry. That doesn't meet my priority list. That can be a really hard thing to do, but if you want to get things done, you have to prioritize. And part of prioritizing isn't just, you know, organizing your task. It's organizing them in a way that reflects your values. One of the things that's jumped out to me in about the last year and a half, two years, most of the reading I'm doing about self-development encourages people to talk about their values, to talk about, uh, write out their values, explore their values. I think it's because we're a society that isn't engaging their values very much. We don't know what our values are. Essentially, our values are more or less pleasure. Except internally, we want to do things that matter. And if you want to do things that matter, you have to prioritize. That's the first step. I want you to write that word down. Unless you're driving, that would be dangerous. But write the word down. Prioritize. Not just task, but you need to prioritize values. What are the things that are going to make the biggest impact on your values? Uh, In the book Essentialism, one of the questions asked is, will this activity make the highest possible contribution to my goal? That's a great question. Is what I'm about to do going to make the highest possible impact to what I want to get accomplished with my life? I am middle-aged, and one of the things that hits me every time I talk to somebody in their early 20s or late teens, because somehow in my brain, I still kind of think of myself that way often. Time flies. It just flies. Today on Facebook, I was reminded of a guy that I went to college with who's not with us anymore. He passed away a couple years ago. It's over. His legacy's written. What will your legacy be? What do you want it to be? And then make that part of your priorities. Make those actions part of your priorities. One of my afflictions that my poor wife has to tolerate is I am always coming up with a new idea. I want to start a mental hospital in Grand Rapids. I want to start a medical billing business. I want to start a computer rent-to-own business. I want to get into real estate. I want to invest in this business. I want to start that business. I want to go mentor these people. I want to start a mentoring program. I think a mentoring program would be awesome. Right now, this is as close as I get to a mentoring program. I try to share as much as I can with as many people as I can. So I would ask you this. If you enjoy this show, would you please review it in either the Google Store or the Apple Store, whatever it is you listen out of. Share with your friends. Maybe throw up a link on a Facebook page. We'd really appreciate that. I have to make my priorities 
matter. I have to make them focused. That's a key word. We're going to come back to that. In an earlier episode, one of the things that I talked about was, was the football of change. You've got to know where you're going before you can look at the necessary behaviors and before you can make systematic changes. You have to look at what do you want to do, and then you have to make priorities out of that. Once you've made your priorities, you got to focus. That can be a very difficult part. How do you focus on your priorities? In this world that's always throwing things at us, how do you focus on the things you write down as priorities? Well, one of the first things you do is you write them down. I write them down in an, in an app called Evernote, and I check them off. I have folders that have lists and steps, and I take those necessary behaviors and those system changes that I talked about, and I put them down where I'll see them. I write out my dreams, and I review those dreams so that I can focus. So if I want to get healthy, I have to decide, okay, how do I prioritize my health? Well, I need to eat healthier. So that means if there's Oreos in the back room, and I love coffee and Oreos, I eat three. I make sure that I get exercise in regularly. If I want to build a practice, I make sure that I'm learning both counseling and how to lead. What are best practices for a growing organization? If I want to be a good father, right? If that's a priority, well, what do good fathers do? I go look at other people that I think are good fathers and I watch what they do. I read books. I read articles. I talk to people. Focus is an action. It's not an abstract idea. And if you can engage that focus and ask yourself, is this action something that I'm doing on my priority list? Is it moving me towards my goal? You're focusing. I have a day set aside for writing, really a morning, because that morning is writing. So I have a routine. I go in. I don't check my email. I don't check my Facebook. I just write. Now, I might do my Facebook before, but I, I set time limits, five minutes to look at email. I have an app on my phone called 3030, and it's a timer app, and I use that to engage in the behavior. One of the things that science tells us is that if you're going to do something, it could take 30 to 45 minutes until where you're really in it, especially if it's a creative something. If you're writing, I've never composed music, but I'm going to assume that's similar. And so as you engage that, you have to focus through your actions. Engage it through your actions. Push through the distractions. Better yet, eliminate them. So I have apps on my computer that help me eliminate distractions. I have my phone set up, so the only people that get through is my wife and my assistant because I'm in work hours. When I go to the gym, I don't even have that. Nobody can get a hold of me until the workout's over. I guess they could call the gym because my health's important. It has to be a priority. And if it has to be a priority, then I have to focus on it. And focus is an action. So first of all, you have to prioritize. You have to understand what it is that you want to do with your life, with the time allotted to you, even down to what do you want to do in the next half hour? What do you want to do in the rest of the day, etc. Then you focus on the things that get you to that. That's really important. That focus has to be an action. So right now I'm making a podcast. I'm also watching a baseball game. I'm watching that baseball game on mute, which means I don't hear what they're saying, which isn't really a loss. I do have the closed captioning on because making the podcast is important. And to be honest, watching the baseball game is kind of important too. But the baseball game isn't more important than the podcast. In a few minutes, I'm going to have to stop recording. You'll never know because I've got to go pick up my daughter from where she's at because my daughter supersedes everything. Being a good dad supersedes everything that we've talked about so far in this, the podcast or the baseball. So you prioritize, you focus, and you ignore. Now, this is really important. I'm a huge fan of life mission statements. 
I can't tell you how important I think they are. I have a life mission statement. I've shared it with you before. I'll share it with you here in a moment. Uh, but I cannot tell you how important they are because without a life mission statement, that's kind of like the the destination. Like, like you know, you get in your car and you're like, well, I'm going to the beach. Well, which beach? There's a beach a few miles from my house that's a man-made lake. It's, it's kind of nice. It's got apartments right next to it, a little park, a dog park. Uh, there's another lake by my house that's a man-made lake. That one's also kind of nice. doesn't have apartments. It does have camping sites. The sand's a little uncomfortable. They're usually kind of busy. And then there's Lake Michigan. That, that's a great beach. That's a fantastic beach. I used to live near the Atlantic Ocean. There's a beach there. There's the Pacific Ocean. There's a beach there. Which beach are you going to? That's what a mission statement does for you. It lets you know where you're going. What's your destination? And that way you know when you got there. And so my mission statement is to change the world and to be known for loving my family fiercely. Those two things. And there are things that I have said no to because they didn't fit into that, that were good. I've ignored them. You ignore distractions, ignore naysayers. There's a new TV show out called The Rookie. It has uh, Nathan Phelan, Phelan, whatever his name is on it. Uh, he was in Castle, and I liked him in Castle. And so I've been watching this. And in the first episode... His sergeant who doesn't like him says, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is my calling. It's a midlife crisis for you. And, and Nathan Phelan's character says, well, what if it's my life calling? And his sergeant says, then whatever happens to you won't matter. Because when you're on a mission, you ignore the things that take you away from the mission. Too many people, they lose sight of what they're doing. They lose sight of what they're aiming for. They don't get things done because they can't ignore things. They can't ignore good things. Right, a lot. Most, some people, a lot, probably a lot of people, are pretty good at ignoring bad things, but they can't let go of good things, or they can't ignore. Like somebody says something to them that they don't like. Somebody says something mean to them. Somebody tells them you can't do it, and they don't ignore. Like when we started this practice, we were told you can't build a practice with just the license that you have. Okay, you can't do it without a huge capital loan. Okay. You can't do two offices, okay? You can't do three offices, okay? You can't do employees in this field, okay? I just ignore them. Now, there's a difference between sorting through what's said and looking for the truth and then ignoring or being stubborn. But that, the telling the difference between those two can be a little bit of ninja craft. Ignore your distractions. Once you've prioritized, once you've focused, Part of focus is ignoring the things that take your focus away from your priorities. So if you're working on getting healthy, you don't need a boyfriend. You don't need a girlfriend if you're single. If you're married, you definitely don't need a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You need to focus on your relationship. right? There's a lot of guys who put more focus and priority into their fantasy football team than they do into their family. And then they wonder why their family falls apart. I, I'm not trying to be judgy. I'm just telling you what I think. I meet these guys. There's a lot of women who put more time talking in, into talking to their friends or their life, or the career lives than they do their husbands. There's even people who put more energy into their children. And this is a guy and girl thing. Sometimes I hear when I talk about this, people say, oh, it's the women. No, no, no. I know men who do this. They put more focus and more priority on their children than they do on their spouse. And they end up in a broken relationship because they didn't prioritize and focus appropriately. One of the things you have to do is in order to be able to, to ignore, you have to be able 
to focus and prioritize. And then you can say no. Then you can ignore. So that's the third word I want you to write down. I want you to write down prioritize, focus, ignore. Those three words. Prioritize, focus, ignore. When you're focusing, by definition, you're going to have to ignore things. One of the things I love about baseball is you have to ignore distractions. Right now I'm watching the game and the pitcher just threw a pitch that he thought was a strike. The umpire called it a ball. The guy got a walk. A lot of the, a lot of pitchers, they end up giving up a home run to the next batter. They end up giving up a big hit because they can't ignore the fact that something happened to them that they didn't want to happen, that they couldn't control. This pitcher didn't do that. He actually induced a nice ground ball. Good for him, except he's playing for the Red Sox. The challenge that we have is we have to ignore things that move us away from our goal. And sometimes we'll have no control over those things. They'll happen to us. They're unfair. They're bad. Uh, they're detrimental. But if it, we can't control it, but we get stuck in it. We control that. We control whether or not we get stuck in it. We, get, we control whether or not we move away from it, whether or not we move out of it. Uh, maybe you made a bad decision and it didn't work out. Maybe you made a bad decision and it did work out. And so now you're kind of stuck. And you're like, what do I do? Well, then you reprioritize. You focus and you, you have to ignore the past. You have to ignore the naysayers. You have to ignore the doubters. You have to ignore the people who are asking you to do something that is good, but doesn't get you to your mission. There's a local uh, charity organization that for about two years asked me, I'd say every four or five months, hey, Joe, could you do this? No. 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 Why did I say no? I said no because it wasn't part of what would move me in my mission. It didn't help me when I looked at my priorities list. In fact, finally, one of the people said to me, do you not believe in what we're doing? And I said, I believe in what you're doing, but not more than what I'm doing for me to do. Because I only get today once. That's it. I get it one time. And if I'm going to do successful things in my life, if I'm going to achieve the priorities that I've set for my life, I have to be able to say no to things and ignore things. I have to be able to ignore the people who tell me it can't be done. I have to be able to ignore the people who tell me, do this thing over here, it's better. Not if it doesn't take me to my mission, it isn't. Put simply, you have to ignore anything that doesn't get you where you're going. But in order to do that, you have to know where you want to go. It's, it's really a vicious cycle because what I do, what happens is I meet people who they have no idea where they're going. They don't know what their value priorities are. They don't know what it is they're seeking. They don't know what it is they want to be. They don't know how it is they want to end up. They think that their entire identity is either wrapped up in being a smart aleck, being funny, being, you know, sports guy or music guy or, or work. And when I ask, well, okay, that's great. So you work there. How does that get you where you want to go when you're 80? They don't know. They don't know what the value priority is. So they struggle to know how to make decisions. One of the most devastating things that we see as counselors is the mom who makes her kids their, her entire value priority. Because that isn't the order of it. And so her value priority becomes, well, it has to be my kids. I've got to raise these kids that do this, that do that, that have no pain, that have no discomfort. And she raises adults that can't handle life. And not only that, they're not fulfilled. She's not fulfilled. Because that's not the way it's supposed to be. One of the things that you have to consider is where do I want up? If you're going to know 
how to prioritize. You have to know where you want to end up. And if you're going to know what you're going to focus on, you have to know where you want to end up. And if you have to know what you want to ignore, then you have to know where you want to end up. And then the last step. So the first three words, prioritize, focus, ignore. The fourth word, do. This one is so seems so simple, but I can't tell you how many people, they know where they want to go, they know what they want to do, but they just never do it. And, and part of that is because the risk is too high, the cost is too high, right? We've talked about that before. What do you want? What are you willing to pay? What are you willing to risk? But do it. I talk to people all the time, like, well, and they, they just kind of mumble about what they want out of their life. Well, they've got problems. But then I talk to people who are very articulate about what they want to do with their lives. And the failure is that they don't actually do it. I think in part, this is because they don't do it because they're afraid of failure. We, we hate failure. We hate things that we're not good at. We avoid them. We avoid the risk of pain. And trying and failing is pain. Telling someone you're going to do something and it doesn't work out is painful. I read a book once about how to get things done. And the author said that you should tell as many people as you can about what you're going to do. Because then the fear of that will, the fear of that not happening, you know, them following up with you will, will get you to do things. I, it's not proven to be true with people that I've tried it with. Uh, it hasn't proven to be true with me. Uh, typically, it works the other way. I think with most people that once they realize, oh, I can't do it, they just stop telling people and we come up with excuses. Doing is action. In fact, I'd argue that all of this list is an action. Everything on this list is an action. So what about you? What is it that you want to do? What do you want to achieve? If you look at your life right now where you're at, what do you want 12 months from now to look like? Whatever today's day is, add 12 months to it. What do you want that day to look like? Now you have something that you can think about. You can start making values priorities. Are you going to read a book? I love to read. I love to read fiction. Uh, there was a time where I didn't like to read biographies and I would force myself to read biographies because I believe there was value in it. But I can't read when I'm supposed to be working with a client because that has a higher value priority. I can't be working with a client if one of my kids or wife or someone I care about is going to the hospital because that has a higher priority value. And then I've got to focus on those things, right? So part of my reading is focused on being a better counselor. It's focused on being a better business person. And then I ignore things. There are things that I just ignore. New fads. Until they're a little bit vetted, I ignore them. People who tell me, well, you can't do this. I ignore them. Ideas that come up that are good, that are great, but not getting me to my mission, I ignore. And I focus on the do. That's what you have to do. Whatever it is you want to do, you want to write a book, focus on the do. You want to open a business, focus on the do. One of the easiest things in the world to do is to criticize other people, especially when you're not doing, because you're safe in your little vault of nothingness. Seriously, I know that sounds harsh, but the, the easiest thing to do is to criticize other people who are doing something when you're doing nothing, because you have zero risk, at least perceived risk, right? Accomplishment requires doing, doing. So the fourth word is do, right? We want to prioritize. We want to focus. We want to ignore and we want to do. Then we want to evaluate. You have to evaluate. Okay, this is what I wanted. Did I get there? We've talked about this ad nauseum in a couple other podcast episodes. I'm not going to bring it back up to that degree in this episode, but you do have to consider what is it that I want? So what do you want to do? How do you focus on that? What are the necessary steps? Write it down. Dream big. 
Be wildly optimistic about what could be. I had a conversation this week with someone who I said, there's always hope. And they were like, why, does there, why is there always hope? I said, because there has to be. Because if there isn't hope, what's the point? It might be this tiny little sliver. You might not have a chance. Maybe you want to do something that everybody who hears is like, dude, that's insane. And I'm not talking about it's insane as in it's bad for you. But it's, it's a risk. You want to go open up a giant business. You want to go open up uh, a, a, a charity. You want to go set up something overseas. I don't know what stirs your heart. I don't know what you want to do. But whatever it is, you're going to have to make it a priority. You're going to have to understand how it fits into your life as a value priority. And then you're going to have to focus on it. Give it a few minutes every day. Then you're going to have to ignore other things. Other things that are good are still going to need to be ignored if they don't take you to your mission. Then you're going to have to do and then you're going to have to evaluate and ask yourself, did I get where I wanted to go? Why not? is where I thought I wanted to go. And here, this is key. Sometimes when you do the evaluation, you realize where you thought you wanted to go isn't where you actually wanted to go. And that takes a lot of hard soul work because sometimes we actually do want to get there. We just realize it's going to be harder. And so we're afraid to engage in that process. But sometimes it's just, that isn't where I want to go. When I graduated college, I thought I wanted to to go in a one direction with my life that I look at now and I would not want to do. If you had talked to me when I graduated college, I would have told you that I was going to be a college sports coach. I was going to coach soccer in college and that was going to kind of be my thing. And for the first couple of years of my marriage, I coached all sorts of high school sports. My wife went to a lot of games. My oldest daughter saw me at practice a lot. And as I started evaluating it, I realized that isn't really where I want to go. I had this dream of helping people through a therapeutic ranch most of my life, and I had pushed it to the side because I was afraid of it. And then one day my wife and I heard someone speak, and later we were talking about it, and we were like, you know, that's really the vision. That's really what we want. And even that has changed now as we've evaluated, we've moved away. The ranch is still there. The therapeutic ranch is still in the background. But the real thing that we want to pursue, that we want to chase, is helping as many people as we can through as many offices as we can. And so we evaluate that. Now, here's the thing. One of the things we have to ignore when we do that is we have critics. We have people who say things that in my head, when I hear them talk, I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. But I can't say that because I'm a referral-based business. So I smile and nod and say, thank you. We talk about it. Hey, what, what's the validity of that criticism? And if there's validity there, we make changes. If there isn't, we ignore and we move on. Now, I want you to notice that process. We listen, we evaluate, we then either make the changes or we ignore and move on. The, the five words that I'm sharing with you, they all run together. They all run together. There is prioritize, focus, ignore, do, evaluate. And they all run together. You're constantly, you should be constantly, once you know where you're going, you should be constantly evaluating. Once you understand this is what I'm shooting for, you should be constantly evaluating. Am I focusing? Am I ignoring? Am I prioritizing? Do I still want to go there? Do I still want that to look like that? Do I still want to have this vision for my life? It's okay to change vision. It's okay to change direction if you know why and fear isn't the reason. Okay, so five words for you. Prioritize, focus, ignore, do. Evaluate. Prioritize, focus, ignore, do, evaluate. What is it that you want to accomplish in your life? Send me an email, info at joemartino.com. 
info at joemartino.com. Put in the subject podcast, and I'd love to hear what it is that you're doing. Uh, you can also find us on the web, www.joemartino.com. If you like this show, would you do me a favor? Would you share it with your friends? Uh, if you like anything that we're putting out there, we really appreciate it that you could share it with your friends. Uh, you are our best marketing, and we really do want to reach the world. We want to change the world, not for our own fame, not for our own glory, but because I really believe that we have some things that a lot of other people have shared with us that have tremendously blessed our lives, and we want to share it with the rest of the world. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. Give us a rating on the iTunes store. And if you have a question for a future show, feel free to send us an email at info at joemartino.com. You can also go to joemartino.com and click on the Contact Me page. Until next time, remember, change possible.